We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Well, hello again, my friends, and welcome back to another audio adventure here on Insight. I'm CVV Chris Van Fleet. Thank you so much for joining us inside the beautiful, incredible, unbelievable Blue Wire Studios here at the Wynn Las Vegas. And we've got the one and only Ass Boy. Sorry, Gun Club joining us for this episode. You can't call them the Ass Boys. Mm. They are, of course, the sons of the legendary Hall of Famer, Mr. Ass himself, Billy Gunn. And I think you're going to like this peek into who they are away from the lights and the cameras of AEW. If you're not following them, I'm sure you're going to want to after this conversation. Austin is at the Austin Gun. Colton is at the Colton Gun. And if you're not following me, I'm just at Chris Fanfleet. No, the in front of it. And take a screenshot, post it on social media, and tag us so we can share it as well. Rock and roll beer guy, he's our fan of the week. And all you have to do to be our fan of the week, by the way, is just to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's that's it. Or if you've already left a review, just go in, add a word or two, and it will update. It'll repopulate to the top as a new review. So this one says, CVV forever. CVV is one of the very best in the game and one of the nicest dudes I've met. Definitely worth a listen. Well, thank you so much. I read one review in every single episode. There's no reason why it shouldn't be your review. So leave a few words and I will shout you out on the next episode. And I'm going to assume that you're listening to this because you're also a subscriber of the YouTube channel. But I just want to know, do you subscribe to my CVV Clips channel as well? We're just a few days away from hitting 100,000 subscribers on there. Oh, man. So if you haven't subscribed yet, CVV Clips on YouTube. It's the most memorable and funny moments from all of these interviews. So sometimes you don't have 45 minutes or an hour to watch the whole thing. and You just want to see a little snippet of the ass boy. Sorry, the gun club. So that's exactly what you can do here. CVV Clips. And I just want to thank you in advance for the 100,000 subscribers that we are about to hit on there. All right, let's do this thing. Please welcome Austin and Colton Gunn, the Gun Club. We're live. We are live. How'd you know we were live? Um, you just counted me down. Cents. Yeah, six cents. Wow. Six cents How was the live. pool party that I pulled you from? Um, the pool party was lit. Uh, me, Colton, the acclaimed were there. We were drinking Fiji water. 
Am Fiji I allowed to say hard. that? You could say whatever you want. Yeah, Fiji, Fiji goes, goes hard, dude. Uh, you, you weren't just drinking Fiji Chicken water. strips and fries with a side of ranch. Was this a children's birthday party you were at? Uh, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> dude, don't ask the any more questions than that. Just well, know I was, I was having a good time. You, I was asking you about a pool party in Las Vegas. Just know I was like this in Vegas. What, chicken what, strips, fries. Is this the Fiji chicken water. strips and this is the fries this, and the other This arm? is like me dipping in the ranch. <laughs> this is me with the Fiji water here. Like this motion. Okay. It was a pretty cool dance. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I mean, it is a Thursday. So I guess the pool parties, I mean, chicken wings might be, or chicken fingers might be the craziest you'll get. But we also know we had to be responsible to come here and do Absolutely. Awesome yeah. Show. We're businessmen. Yeah. And we put business first. So yeah. like when I went to the pool party, everybody was like, yo, drink some alcohol, take some shots. And I was like, no, I have to go do a very important interview. And after that, then also have to go to Chris Van Vliet's interview. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've got two interviews. Yeah, one's two very interviews. important. One's super <laughs> one's serious, here. and then one's going to go completely off yeah. the rails. <laughs> so we haven't done an interview. Well, Colton and I have never done an interview. No, we have not. Austin, the very first interview that you ever did was on ever. my show. Four years ago. Ever. Yeah. I was just a greenhorn in the business. And it's so funny because so much has changed since then. A yeah. lot. Yeah, it's, it was... Summer of 2018. I don't remember it. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, was in, it was in Central Florida. Yes. And you hadn't really started training yet. Mm -mm. Not long after that, you did start training. Then you were going to go overseas. Yeah. You were going to go to Japan. Yeah. What happened? Um, that fell through. Um, I think that's all I can say about it, to be honest. And that's okay. It's like, it fell through. It just like, we were, we were right there. I was about to go over to Japan and yeah. just separate from my dad for a little bit. And uh, just life happened. I remember seeing you backstage at the very first Dynamite. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah. But you're not in Japan right now. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this the, isn't fun Japan. Yeah, the funny thing about that is like I invited family and friends for a going away party. I was invited. Colton Your flew, mom mailed me a yes, card. <laughs> Colton flew back from California and like put everything on hold and was like, dude, I got to be there for Austin's going away party. Had a going away party. And then the next week, I had to stare those same people in the face <laughs> and go, I'm not going And they away. did the same thing you did. They were like, you're not in Japan. And I was like, gotcha. Thanks for <laughs> <Well>, the cash. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks for all the presents. And uh, But I understand the going away party. Like, you know, your, your kid or your friend or your nephew or whoever it is yeah. is about to move to the other side of the planet. I was so yeah. nervous. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. So then, so you, you stay in America. Stay in America. How does then what you're doing here with Colton, how does this come together? So Colton's been in California when I started. So when I was doing that whole thing. Where in California, by the way? So I lived in Santa Monica. Oh, wow. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, 14 Beachy blocks. Town, baby. I also live in California. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I loved it so much. But You know Santa Monica? Of course. <laughs> Joe's Pizza? You don't know Santa Monica. I like I, Big Dean's? Big Dean's. By the boardwalk? Bungalow? That's just my spot. We got them all. It's just, we just have a couple spots. So at the time, this is four years ago. Were you the only one at that time that was going to be a wrestler? And Colton, what were you going to do? So do? I like out of college, went to corporate America and then I moved to LA and was building custom houses out there, like three stories with elevators. And I had a couple Lakers players in there, like wow. Snapchat CEO. And I was just doing that. And for some reason I was in my trailer or driving on the job site. And I just always, cause him and dad were on AEW now and doing their thing. And I just kept thinking of like, promos or like moves or names of stuff and he would like, text us he would text me out of the blue and go hey this would be really cool if you and dad did it It'd be cool if we did it though like, <laughs> and I was like he was like subtly like over time just subtly like yeah. pushing 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 mm. so. yeah so then i called rikishi because he has a school out there and i was like yeah. hey don't tell he's my in dad. where van eyes right yes 
And I was like, don't tell my dad. Don't tell any of your students. But I'm going to come in just for like one time, see what it feels like. Of course, when I got there, I'm like a clone of my dad. So everyone knew who I was. I was like, great. That didn't work very well. It's really good. So I did that. And then I called my dad and I was like, uh, I think I want to try this. I went to Rikishi school. He was like, why would you not tell me? Like, I don't know. I just he was felt heated. Like, yeah. He was heated. I was like, was I felt like, I needed to do it by myself. We were on the road, like going to like some town and he goes, you know, uh, did Colton tell you into Rikishi's the other day? And I went, I went, yeah. And he goes. Why didn't you tell me? What's going on here? Does he want to be arrested? Like he started asking me. Like I was like, dude, I don't know. He just like went. (laughs) Great. He just went. Yeah. He just kind of got up. So then I came home, took two weeks off of work, went to the Breeze and Spears school. Flatbacks. I've been there. Flatbacks. And my dad said, "You want to do this? Hundred and ten percent. No half-ass. No pun intended." And then so I quit my job in LA and drove across the country and started. And in November will be two years. That's a forbidden word. I know. Well, we'll let us. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> so you picked up your life, moved from California to quite. I mean, the furthest spot you could move. Yeah. To dive into this, just did it. Yeah. So wow. November, two years. Yeah, crazy. And then, I and just then, couldn't be fifty and think. Yeah, I never even tried. So I just that is be the biggest just, regret ever. Yeah. That, and that's such a big narrative for I think anybody. Right. Not even fifty. You don't want to be eighty or ninety or however old you're going to be. Yeah. yeah. And go. Yeah, I really wish I should have done. I could have done that thing. Yeah, that would just eat at you, and yeah, you just don't want. Like that, we so. grew up in the business, we we're around like everything. We know how it works. It's like subliminally, subli- I can never say that subconsciously, subconsciously, like in our brain. <laughs> like when it comes to like moving in the ring or being an entertainer, and it's just like, yeah, it's just like it was just destined to be. So. But I think that we talked about this in the interview that we did. Like, you either run to it or you run away from it. Mm-hmm. And I, you guys ran to it, but there's a lot of kids who have famous parents whatever they do, whether they're musicians or actors or directors, comedians, whatever. And they go, that's your thing. I don't want to try to, yeah. I don't want to try to, you know, live in your shadow. That's how I was at first. I was like, I do not want to wrestle. Yeah, he I'm ran away do- from wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I ran to it. Yeah. I was like, I do not want to do this. And then for some reason, I was like, I want to do this. <laughs> it just hit yeah, me. Yeah, because I, I like, kept getting this. more and more texts just like, Hey, this would also be a good idea. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, I don't know what you're doing. Hey, what are you up to? And I was like, dude, just doing laundry. He goes, well, let me run this by you. And I was like, dude, what, what are you, like, if you want to do it, just like dad will train you. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. Colton, how do you look so much like your dad? Like, I think that's just, uh, people look like their parents oh, sometimes. No that is way. Yeah, it's that just is but you, you, it's you weird. look like him, but like, you're like, you're Billy Gunn 30 years ago. He's smoking guns, Billy Gunn. Yeah. We were looking at photos the other day. And uh, I posted them on my story and I was like, dude, this is kind of freaky. It's really like, weird. My dad, really weird. At, like younger, looks just like Colton. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like it's a time like, traveled or something. Your dad does this thing. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> time Wait a second. <laughs> Did I have this power? I didn't know. Are we living in the Matrix? <laughs> your dad does this thing and you do it. Like it's this squinty smile. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I that was a made terrible impression, terrible. But, I, but the face was perfect. But you know what I mean. The face okay. was good. I don't know if I've ever gone, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, totally. It's like a cartoon guy. All right. <laughs> but you you know what I mean? Like your, yes, dad, your dad has so much charisma, which you guys innately have as well, which is also why you've been so successful. Does that just kind of ooze into you when you're growing up? I think, uh, I, th- I think I've always been the entertainer and over the top, like, my whole life people have been like dude shut up you're so much <laughs> and like over time it's just like you find the friends that can like tolerate that yeah. and like that want to be around you and then it's like 
when we first started me and dad were wrestling at AW, he would come and then we'd be like, dude, you want to come out on the entrance with us? He'd go, what? He's like, what do I do? Do I go out there and like raise my hands or like what pose should I do? And like, I'm getting ready for the match right behind Gorilla and me and dad are just like, we're nervous because he's so nervous. And it's like, this is like, he would freak me out before the match. He's like, Austin, uh, by the way, what pose should I do? Like, is it this one or this one? But like seeing him develop over time, it's just like once he got in front of cameras, like you could see like he was trying to find himself and then just each match, it just like progresses. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Austin is very center of attention. There's the camera I'm going to. He's very entertaining. Yeah. Move out of the way. Just right <laughs> yes. yes. He's very entertaining. That's why and he's sitting are, in the center here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and people Duh. are drawn to him and he's funny and he can like, you know, entertain everyone. Me, I have to kind of switch it on. Like, warm up. Okay, it's Colton Gunn. Like yeah. I have to switch into this entertaining huh. but sometimes i make this joke all the time it's like we're both single we go out and like when we're at the bar or something like i'm having a great time i mm. love entertaining people mm -hmm. and if there's women around i'm just like entertaining and being funny i'm like dude i have a chance like <laughs> this girl's super cool like and i'm in the zone and then they get tired of that and they go who's that mystery man <laughs> who's that mystery man in the corner he has great hair locks down to his shoulders and he's just being like super introverted and you know, but like he, that's his thing and he looks like one half of the new age outlaws too yes huh. that yeah. is that is that smoking gun <laughs> <laughs> your suspicions are correct yeah. me. <laughs> so, so, so you reap the rewards of like they're like this guy was he, he's very handsome and he's so charismatic He's a bit much. So, uh, yeah. dude, that's what they do. And you can, no I can way. tell, dude, and I can tell their facial expressions and their demeanor just change. <laughs> and I go, oh, you did it again, Austin. <laughs> You've just pedaled to the metal. You can't just, you can't help just be Pump like the to be yourself. Up. Yeah, just pedal okay. the gas. I know? can't, yeah. man. I'm all gas. No brakes. Ooh, hashtag hardest worker in the room. You can room. put that right up there. Okay, we will. Inside. All gas, no brakes. <laughs> you talk about Colton finding himself as Colton Gunn. Mm -hmm. You were the MVP of Daly's Place. A hundred percent. Yes. Now I'm owning that. Like, No, that's not even debatable. Dude. Yeah. No. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, well, I'm doing a good job. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to own this one. And I, and I get it. You know, it was, it was a strange time for everybody. Because at first it was like no fans. Yeah. Then it was like the handful of wrestlers and like what you guys were doing there and you being so vocal made people that were watching the other programs go, oh, yeah, that's how it should yeah, be. Yeah, that's the crazy thing, too. Uh -huh. It's like, it's like other companies were like, <laughs> maybe we do need a crowd. How do we get them out there? Bang on the wall. Or we like, don't whatever, have an whatever, Austin but like, we there, I'm surprised they like, didn't try to hire you. Yeah, it's like BTE. Nick Jackson was like, there is no crowd. There's just Austin Gunn. <laughs> And I, when I heard that, I was like, you know what? That was like kind of true because me and dad, it started in Atlanta, the pandemic era. And we had our first show because we had, we thought we had to film in Atlanta for like the rest of the At the time. Nightmare Factory. And we were like, oh my gosh. I was like, well, like it's very quiet in here. Dad, I was injured at the time. I tore my PCL, my debut actually. So I was like recovering from that. And I was like, you know what? You want to go out there and just have some fun? Like mm -hmm. while we're like sitting here and doing nothing. He goes, yeah, I'll go out there with you. So I made water bottles with coins in them. I was like, dude, how can I make as much noise as possible just to let like our like talent and our wrestlers know that like you have somebody cheering for you. Like it, fans are a crucial thing in our business. We feed off them. We switch direction based off them and stuff like that. So I was like, well, if they can just feel a presence out there, I think it'll make them feel comfortable. So we went out there and 
the opening scene to AEW, that, that Atlanta one, is a camera right in my face going, <laughs> I love it here, whatever. And it was just like, people online didn't know me as a wrestler yet. And they were like, who is that annoying kid? <laughs> and I just kept reading terrible comments about me. Just like, dude, they tell this kid to shut up. I was like, I'm doing something right. I'm getting their attention. Mm -hmm. So then every week I would buzz Jamie, our camera guy. And I would go, dude, opening scene. And he would just be like this in my face. So I was like over and over and over. And then when we went to Daly's place, I just, I just ramped it up and ramped it up. And like, my voice does not give out very often and I can keep it going. And there was times late at night at like, we do like seven hours. Yeah, seven hours of just yelling. A lot of episodes. Yeah. yeah, and I remember, was it you that walked by somebody and somebody in our company goes, "Well, how hard can hard can it be to like cheer in the crowd?" And me and Colton looked at each other and went, <laughs> it's "I dare you! I dare you to do what I'm doing out there for seven straight hours, like yeah. rinse and repeat, and it's just like match after match." And then yeah. everybody in, like, and then we had to wrestle. Yeah, and then we would <laughs> go in the back. Change into our wrestling gear and then wrestle after that without the support of yeah. Austin Gunn in the crowd. Exactly. Two thirty in the morning, and then when I went out there, everybody was just like, "Yeah." I was like, "Really, really? That's how we're gonna do this?" So I was yeah. like, I'm, "I'm doing my job. Like, let me uh, just uh, take advantage of what I can do in the meantime while I'm injured." So that's how that came about. With you guys being a tag team and the New Age Outlaws being arguably one of the greatest tag teams of all time, the <laughs> no arguing, just the. <laughs> how you know those are big shoes to fill how how do you go out there and try to form your own legacy you don't try to fill those shoes ever ever and that's one of the things dad always told us is like it's like it was never like pushed on us like you have to live up to this level he's like if you have fun doing this like if you have fun wrestling and being an entertainer and doing this business i'll teach you everything you want to know if you don't love it from like inside your heart and you think you're just trying to fill these shoes that I had, it's like get out of the business. Mm. So we still get super nervous before shows. We go out there and we just be ourselves. Like literally every match, I'm just myself. Yeah, I think if you're like, how are we going to fill the shoes in New Age House? How do we be like them? You'll just think about that and you'll lose sight of who you are. And what makes you yeah. different. Yeah. So then yeah. it's just kind of, we just got to, the more we're in front of a crowd, the more we find ourselves. Yeah. You know, because we even have, have we tagged together 10 times? Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe a handful or six times. Yeah. But it's like every time that dad's not in the match, it's like me and him work together. And I'm like, oh, let's let's steal that. Like, I really liked what we did tonight in that era. We need, or in that little section of the match, we need to fix this about ourselves. Like, it's just, we're always. And you're doing it in front of a million people. Yeah, <laughs> yes. but that's the crazy thing. Yeah. It's training his story, on the job, His story 100%. is nuts. It's like he, he didn't do the indie scene. He didn't do anything that like, and that's why we get so much hate is like, I know people want to see like second generations put in the work and go to the indie scene and try to make a name for themselves, then get to a company. It's like Colton literally moved back from California, took an eight week course. At the end of the eight weeks, we were like, dude, how is he this good already? And me and dad were like, dude, we're in trouble. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> right? And we were like, dude, is he ready? I don't know. Let's have our first match. We had our first match. Dad starts crying in the ring. And then literally from that point, it's just like, we always have to take a step back and go like, dude, this is nuts. Yeah. We just wrestled nuts. like a couple weeks ago. We just wrestled FTR on Dynamite. On Dynamite. Like, like in front of- A year of, later, it was like, like my debut. I mean, a year earlier. I'm on like, TV, Colton is wrestling. Yeah. Like, it's just a dream match for us. So it's like, Looking back at those moments, it's like, dude, this is all worth it. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Growing up with your dad doing what he did was 
Brian, Road Dog, like an uncle to you guys? They traveled so much, so it wasn't like yeah. we always went on the road sometimes with dad during summer when we didn't have school. So we knew all the guys, but it was they traveled so much when you're home for like two days, no one's really gonna come over. But everyone was super friendly backstage and everything. Yes. Yeah. We didn't see Road Dog as much unless we went to the shows. Yes. We saw maybe Big Show more. Yeah. We oh, saw really? Big Show more. He gave us our first PlayStation and Xbox, and Xbox for Christmas yeah. at the same time. That's yeah. He's like, hey, I have, I, have a little, I have a little present for you. And we were like, all right, cool. He's like, it's in my back of my trunk. And he opened the trunk and it was an Xbox with five games, <laughs> PS, whatever it was at the PlayStation, yeah. with five games. Oh, might have been he's PS2, like, yeah. Yeah. And he goes, Merry Christmas. And we were like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Take us to shows more often. Was yeah. he like your godfather or something? Just he's our, he, I think he's the closest one to be, yeah. being like our uncle. Like, yes. we were on a cruise, uh, wrestling cruise one time. For Disney and me and Colton, we're getting too crowded in the adult pool, so he took us or in the something in the and the, pool. there was like a captain's pool or something. A cap, it was front. a very private, like you had to have a membership or whatever. Yeah. And Big Show took us over there so we could have some time and kind of like have some privacy. And the cap, the the boat captain came out and he goes, he goes, those kids like started yelling at us. Those kids, you guys need to get the hell out of this pool. And Big Show was in the water. And you ever seen those workout videos where the people jump out of the water onto the like thing? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he did, as heavy as he was. And he grabbed the captain by the collar and goes, If you ever, ever talk to them like that again, I will throw you over this boat and I will drive us home. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so the then fear, we trashed the, the pool fear, because we the fear in that guy's eyes. Of course, it's the big show. Yeah. Dude, I can't even imagine, especially back then. He was just, oh, yeah. wow. My gosh. I would poop my pants. <laughs> Seven foot, 500 pounds just grabbing you. Like, ah, great. Who were your, other than your dad, who were your guys growing up? Who were your favorite wrestlers? I mean, I have to go with Stone Cold was The Rock. I mean, those are so, those guys, so entertaining. It's how can you not? How can you not love They them? used to let us beat us beat them up backstage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would give, I would give the rock stunners every yeah. time I saw them. Wow. And then uh, Stone Cold, you give them the rock bottom or do whatever <laughs> you want to them. And then it was just like super cool. They were so welcome, welcoming. Um, yeah, they, I also like Scotty Too Hottie, yeah, Ryan Christopher. Nice. They always used to like give us their hats and spike our hair and like do all the stuff. And then when we went to the show, Rikishi would always give us push pops. Yeah, he'd always take us to get push pops, and, and you're then, what five, six yeah, years old. Dude, so every time we go, where's Rikishi? Get push pops. Go Scotty Too Hotty, Brian Christopher. Let him style our hair. Go stun the Rock really quick. <laughs> go talk trash to Stone Cold, and then we go to the merchandise. And then we go to the guy, merchandise. He'd take us to the table. Yeah. And he said, "All right, you each get three things." He passed Literally away every time. Yeah, he passed away. But um, every time we went there, he, we'd go to the merch stand and just he'd go whatever you want. Three things each. Yeah. <laughs> so so those are the little small things that we look back on and go, "That was cool." Yeah. yeah, but at the time, you're just like, yeah, this is my dad's work. Like, this <laughs> yeah. isn't weird. Boo, but- <laughs> I hate being here, but at least I get a cool Stone Cold wallet for free. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, looking back now, it's like, dude, that was awesome. Yeah. But at what point do you realize, like, not all the other kids have a dad who has this job? Is that pretty young? Elementary school, I think, was my first time. And, like, I think you realize that my dad doesn't have a regular job, but I don't think you realize the scope of it until, mm. That's I it. don't know, I don't think I, hit, like, wow, my dad was... Like almost a rock star. The attitude there was insane. I mean, all of your classmates are doing suck it yeah. because of your dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elementary school, people were like, your dad's not famous. And then I would try to prove them wrong and be like, oh yeah. Hey dad, can you wait in the car line like 15 extra minutes and tell that kid like that you're famous? Tell him like, I would try to prove it to people. I think I didn't realize like how much my dad's had a footprint in wrestling 
uh, until I actually started. So like probably right when we had our first interview, like that was kind of the time where like when I would go and venture out on my own, mm. people were like, dude, your dad did this for me or your dad taught me this or like, dude, I'm a, I learned the most about your dad when you did this. And I was like, damn, it's like, this is, this is cool. And then when I went to AEW and we're around him, it's like all that stuff comes back to me and it's like, that's what that guy was talking about. That's yeah. what he just taught me. It's like, we're just sponges right now. So I like, I know it when I put out an interview with your dad, like the views are insane and he yeah. does, he's done so many interviews, Yeah, but still like he has that staying power. Because he, he means something to different people, I think, too. Yeah. And he's just like, you're drawn to him when he's on camera. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Like, this he's big more guy, of a camera hog than me. He is. He tries to downplay oh, he it. Tries he tries to downplay it. Thank you for This is the problem. Is like, I'm the third. So, like, you got Austin and my dad just fighting for this camera. And I'm just in the It's not necessarily. Well, when we're out there, we're fighting. <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna try to. Yeah, that up. red light goes on. There, they're just hounds. Dude, you're just in the moment. <laughs> What's and the... I'm I'm in the front of the camera, and then I feel. A... Yeah. <laughs> and dad's just like. <laughs> but the thing about my dad having like some star power and just having an impact, it's like me and Colton would go out there first. It's like let me and Colton go out first, so they can see us. Boo! <laughs> the whole crowd. <laughs> Boo! We don't want these we kids. Hate you you guys. We hate you. And then we always hear a. <laughs> right behind us and we turn around and dad just <laughs> like this camera right here obviously and you just just live it in the moment he still has so Man. much fun yeah we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your dad told me that, I remember I had a conversation with him, this was a few years ago, and he's like, if we had this conversation 15 years ago, He's like, I was a raging alcoholic. I would have been a total asshole to you. Yeah. I'm like, I don't believe it. Because he's such a nice guy. He's yeah, he, so nice. Yeah. He is very Except nice to us. Yeah, he's not nice to us. <laughs> travel days. All. Come on. How is he not nice to you guys? Oh, travel days? You want to take us through our travel day? <laughs> Please. Okay, so we wake up and then we go to the airport. He doesn't say anything to us. I go to the not Delta Club and I sit away from him. So like he's literally here in the Delta Club. I sit on the opposite side. Don't talk to each other. 
And then we'll go on our plane, land. Is he flying first class and you're of in the Of course, yes. of course. And then he always makes the joke like, hey, I go, what seat are you guys? I'm in like 34C, <laughs> which we know he's in 5C every single time. So, and then we have our travel day, which he's miserable about, like complains about everything. We land, we get the rental car. I'm driving. He's doing the directions. Can't be good enough. He's like, dude, can you guys stop at a gas station? Um, dude, I need to eat right now. You need to take me to my hotel. I was like, Hey, our hotel's right here. Can we make it just a quick trip? And he goes, no, take me to my hotel 30 minutes away and then drive back. Like, like, can we just do this? He's like, you know how you fix that? Get your own car. (laughs) That's that's his line. You know how you fix that? It's like, hey, dude, like this is getting a little too much. Can we like fix this? And he goes, you know how to fix that? Get your own rental car. <laughs> wow. So he has that. He, dude, he has, he's doing the power play. How much more over are you guys now since everything with Danhausen? We don't really talk about that guy. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't. Kind of, this uh, interview was going well. Wherever wow. the camera is, is that the camera? Wait, right yeah, there. Uh, yeah. Uh. Um, edit that part out. <laughs> Bleep that out because that's a curse word to us. Yes. No Dan Housen or ass or both of them. Both are. Yeah. Not, both are curse words. Yes. And if you say them again, we're going to have a problem. Can I say ass boys? That's, that's the, literally the forbidden one, man. I think the Bible Genesis one one, <laughs> thou shall not call the gun club ass boys. Yes. So every, and then Genesis one Oh two is refer back to Genesis one. <laughs> yes. And then so I must long, have missed so that part in the yeah. Bible <laughs> all the, <laughs> the way to revelation. It's like <laughs> all the, end of the book. It goes revert back to wow. Genesis one Oh one. Yes. Every signing. You're Great. At. It's the bestseller. It's yeah. literally the most sold book in the yeah, world. It is the Bible for that reason. Wow. Yeah. Every signing you're at now are people like, can you sign, can you just sign this under ass boys? Yeah, and you yeah. know what we do? What do you do? N O T underline, not ass boys. Every single time. Yes. But your father's Billy Ass. It's not. His name is Billy. He had Glenn. a great career being called Mr. Ass. I'll give him that. That's his last great. name. Great. It's not his last name, though. That's it was on name. the back of his shorts. Yeah, but it's Billy Gunn, man. <laughs> it, that's just what it is. All right. Is it not Kip Sop? Oh, man, oh is this real? a shoot interview? Yeah. Is is, it, are we getting real? It was are we Monty shooting? Sop. If we had a, real that's technical. Right. Oh, that was his name in Impact, right? Kip James. Kip James. That's right. <laughs> Kip James. <laughs> Kip James. What, what's your, if we're not going DX version of your father, what's the second best version? To make fun of? Sure. <laughs> I'll tell you mine, and then you guys can go. The okay. one Billy gun. Boy. Unbelievable. Boy. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Dan. Yeah. I got them all. I got them. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Just, I remember. I've had like, Look at all I've got. <laughs> that was beautiful. That sounds just like that it. was great. Yeah. Like a bad man. See. Hey, let's add some auto tune in that. Engineers. Everything you wish you. Had. <laughs> oh, you know. It all, man. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen? There's a Twitter account that puts that theme song to 90s sitcom openings. No. You haven't? I I showed your dad this, and he's like, I can't believe this is real. You know a professor in college, like uh, the Mr. Ass song? Yeah. Like, dissected it for his class. Like, lyric for lyric. Lyric for lyric. I like to kick him. Well, what does that mean to you guys? (laughs) Like, that guy actually, so I told your dad about that. Or, you know, he told me about that. And the guy was actually like a comedian giving like a speech in front of people. Oh, was he? He ended up responding to me like, I can't believe like years later <laughs> that Billy Gunn has seen this. <laughs> <laughs> it took years, but it, it finally years. got to him. Okay, so what is the, what is the second best uh, iteration? I mean, the Smoking Guns is great because that's where you guys start. But the, if you go back and watch the vignettes of like Billy and Chuck. Billy and Chuck. 
It is so funny. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It's just pure. They're in like, like the just, women's dressing room and they're doing like a calendar and you think it's going to be of like women and it's just of them just yes. like posing. They and they're did like, like, yes, this is awesome. Yeah. Woo! They're like, doing like like the strip tease. I don't know. It's just so funny. And the deep stretches. Dude, yeah. Deep stretches. Just like, oh, I was like, what is going on here? But it's just entertaining. He had a sit ridiculous. down with us. Like when we were, I went out, I was like five. Yeah. He would be eight. And like, he sat us down at the kitchen table and he was like, hey, um, I don't, I don't mean to alarm you guys, but this is what I'm going to be doing on TV, and this is who I'm going to be playing. Like, Dude, we don't care. <laughs> he thought it was going to be serious, and then Colton started crying. No, no, no! I did not start crying because of that. He oh. told us about the story, like his character, and he's like, "I just want you guys to know this is where the character's going." I'm like, yeah, whatever. But later, I went out, and uh, the dog got out of the kennel and like chased the pizza guy. Pizza threw the pizza in the air. <laughs> he jumped on top of his car. And I'm like, ah. So I run inside. So and I'm completely just, unrelated. To yeah, yeah that, was, that, that was okay. not going where I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that's either. the reason he but cried. But I was crying and my dad's like, okay, I won't now you do know. it. Won't oh, do yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, he yeah. thought he was crying about the yeah, Billy so my dad's Chuck like, thing. I won't do it. I won't do the Billy and Chuck thing. It makes you so upset. I'm like, no, the dog, <laughs> no, dog, the the pizza dog guy. is eating the pizza guy. Yeah. But when you're a kid and your dad is doing this, yeah, everyone can see us. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. She'll be at the pool party later. Yeah, the I invited her to eat some chicken tenders and fries. <laughs> when you're a, when you're a, when you're a kid and that's the storyline on TV, aren't you like, this is really awkward for me and my friends. I was in fifth grade and the teacher I had in second grade, I'd be in like Carline and she'd be, how's your other dad? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what? So sometimes it's like, uh, for me personally, it's like when you're talking to a new like girl or like you're hanging around new friends and they don't know what wrestling is and i'm like yeah i had a great time tonight the whole crowd chanted ass boys and like like we hated it and like it was just like crazy and then they're like what <laughs> like oh they don't know about wrestling and so then you like gotta really up, go deep yeah, yeah growing up it was like uh like whenever you had to explain what your dad did it's like especially during the billy and chuck era it's like they would google my dad and be like uh, what <laughs> What is this, dude? This is weird. What are you guys into? And uh, yeah, it's just, it's sometimes super awkward or like, it's like hard to explain what we do. Such a unique sport. I think people forget the payoff of Billy and Chuck was actually really good. Like Bischoff yeah. being the officiant at the wedding, taking off the mask, Didn't saying he? three minutes, three minute warning comes in. Yes. Like, I was not expecting that to happen. <laughs> what just happened here? Was, um, didn't they make like news and tabloids and like? Oh, wasn't big that time. The, wasn't that like, the first time? I'm like, yeah, they were on like USA Today. Yeah, like, USA Talk Today. Like, Good Morning Talk, America. Yeah, it was like a big movement. Yeah, well, it was going to be a gay wedding on yeah. on Raw. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Big, was. big thing at the time. It was just yeah. And then the payoff was like you know a wrestling storyline <laughs> yes, <laughs> after yes. all the Good Morning America coverage. All right, so. Billy and Chuck for you. What's what's your? I think I think I agree. I think the vignettes okay. of Billy and Chuck. I also love acting like Billy Gunn during Smoking Guns, and just making fun of the way he moved in the ring because we are so much better than he was starting off. And he'll tell you that I'm not just like being cocky, dude. The way he hit the ropes and just flew through moves and just didn't care dude he didn't hear one person in the crowd he was just like yeah yeah headlock all right let's do moves i was just like billy slow down <laughs> but uh yeah i think smoking guns is really funny when i do it in the ring and imitate him and like just make fun of him 
What's the best piece of advice that you've got, not from Billy Gunn the wrestler, but from Billy Gunn the father? Whatever we're gonna, yep, whatever we want. Dad. I know mine. You go first. Uh, I would just say if you're going to do something, give it 110% and just don't quit, I guess would be. You know, if you're going to do it, commit to it. And you're living proof of that. Right. Yeah. It's like cool. the same with his wrestling career and his gym dedications. Like, if you're going to do it, like, do it 110%. Don't go out there and do 70% and cheat yourself and then not be the best version of it. I was just about to say that. I was like, it, it correlates to his, like, real life. It's just like every time I skip the gym, I skip the gym today. It's just like every time I have to utter those words, he goes, <sighs> whatever. And I just feel awful, right? It's just like he is so dedicated. And more dedicated than ever today. I think the best quote that he ever told me, um, I think it was like before my first match, he goes, you ready? And I go, yeah. And he goes, go out there and have fun. That's mm. all that matters. That's mm. all that matters. If you're having fun, that's all that matters. Does it bother you when like you're at a signing with your dad and they meet you guys and that's awesome. And then they're like, I can't believe how jacked he is. And you're like, well, what about but us? I, we're in good shape. That's every time. Sometimes they're like, oh, I didn't know you guys were this big. And it's like, yeah, we got to stand next yeah, to, to this stand, Greek statue every time. We have to stand we next up. to Shrek every time <laughs> we, have a, we have a match. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. He is, like I said, he's so dedicated now. He's huge. And locked in, dude. He does not miss a meal. He doesn't go astray unless he wants to. And it's just, it's crazy. And he's in the best shape of his life. He's yeah, and they come eight, up to us. And 108 so years old. big, man. Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool, dude. the tall one. So imagine how I feel. I'm 5'11", <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there next to him. I feel, I feel like I'm feeling good about myself. And then Colton stands next to me during the signing, and then Dad is just over here and just like butting me out of the way. It's just, it's a little, why didn't you get the height? What happened? I don't know. Why not, Mom? <laughs> Thanks a lot. No, I got my mom's height, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You got. You can't bless this body. If I had everything, do you know how un- bearable i would be you know you know who if had i was it, tall you know who had it all if i had a good set of <laughs> the uh, one <laughs> if i had a good set of hair like Colton, and i was six four i'd be over i would i would literally text you and go i'm not coming to the interview you don't deserve it you wouldn't be able to rap then something would have to give yeah you got something would there have to, has give. to be some flaw right and mine just happens to be my height are you still are you recording new music i've been slacking to be honest um, sometimes I like go in these stages where I like, I love music and I want to write and freestyle every chance I get. And then sometimes I'm so focused on wrestling that it's just like, I just, I literally, I don't want to say I don't have time for it. That's just me being lazy. But it's like, if my heart's not in it at that time, I don't want to force lyrics or, or like yeah. come You'll up with something. Force lyrics. Yeah. Well, but I, I love, I, I love the quote. It's, uh, you know, the man who chases two rabbits catches none. And the idea is that if you aren't all in mm. on wrestling or music, you're only going to be kind of good at both. You're going to mm. be half. Don't do it. Anusing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That'll work. Good job. I'll, I'll uh, dad, dad. Also, I felt like I felt like some tension and some pushback when I first started wrestling and I needed to be 100 percent into it. And I was that was at the time where I was so dedicated about music, too. Mm. So like when I would uh go to the studio he'd be like hey what are you doing are you meeting me for the gym and i was like no i'm at the studio and he and like i felt that i was like i was like damn am i not can i not do both and then over time it's like no at the time i needed to be 100 percent about wrestling now i can kind of prioritize it and kind of do both kind of yeah um but that's why i've been slacking it's just like i want we're getting into a groove now so it's i want to just dive into our wrestling career and make sure because that's that pays the bills yeah 
Who is the dream match? Doesn't need to be someone who's wrestling right now, but we already had it. Yeah, uh, it's FTR. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, FTR what, ab- was what about a tag team who's maybe retired or something like that? And you can't say the New Age Outlaws. It's too that obvious. would be awesome. Of course, it would be uh, awesome. Yeah, if we could wrestle them. Actually, be so no, because Dad hits really hard. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he beat the crap out of us in practice one day. Yeah, we were like, hey, I was like, hey, me and Colin are gonna wrestle this this new kid that we want to like help get better. And Dad was like, hey, maybe maybe I'll jump in and be his tag team partner. They're like, all right, cool. Yeah, whatever. What's your bang, 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 whatever, whatever. I was like, cool. Literally. Mind right. you, this is in a warehouse. Warehouse. In front of four With three people. people Sean Spears, <laughs> this Tyler Breeze, okay. yes, yes. have flatbacks. And like and, two students. Yeah, two students. Just, just watching in a warehouse. And when that guy tagged my dad, it literally, I don't know. I don't know if his pupils just went and just like, I don't know. He turned into a machine. You could feel it right when he hit. I was like, oh, I was coming in like this. I was like, oh, is he going to hit me? And he was just coming in like this. Boom. It hits me right in the nose. And I went, oh, my gosh, I'm getting up, coming back at him. Boom. Right in the head again. I went, dude, or do you realize you're doing this? And he goes, sorry, guys, I get a little jacked up in there. And I go. Dude, my nose is bleeding, and I'm like, "Did you not realize what you just did?" And he goes, "No, I kind of blacked out, dude. I he, I got the tag, and I I blacked out, punching. I look at Colton as I'm running at Dad. I feel like I turned to Colton, and he goes, "No, <laughs> just boom, and just cracked us." Yeah, he was Dang. killing us. He was killing us. Yeah. Psychopath. <laughs> what's the What's the one year goal for the Gun Club? What would you say? What do you guys want to do if we sat back down here? Next double or nothing. What would you have wanted to accomplish in this time? I would say um, fight for the tag team titles on a pay-per-view or defend them or win them. Like in the next year would be, that's the ultimate goal for me at least, mm-hmm. is to win the tag titles with Austin. That would be, and if it can happen within a year, which I don't see why and not. And then who's turning on who here? Oh, never. Never. Yeah, never. never. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We can't do that. No. Never happened. I always tease that I want to hit dad with a chair one day though. I don't have to It'll turn, I don't have to right turn off. off. I don't have to turn on. I just want to hit him with a chair. I just want to hit him with a chair. Yeah. He goes, "You're not doing that." So like every <laughs> everything we like try to go into like wrestling wise it's like, "Hey, we want to work with these people and like fight them." And then at the end, what if I just hit you over the head with a chair? <laughs> like I always sneak it in there. He goes, "I always get him like really dialed in. I'm like, "Hey, what if, what if we take it this way and then me and Colton like do this, yeah. do this and then right at the end, hold on. You got me, Billy? Right at the end." <laughs> I take a chair and whack you over the head. <laughs> and it's just like throws his hands up and just shakes his head. We're not doing that. <laughs> we are not doing that. Well, sorry to pull away from the big pool party. I hope that you can go back there and eat some more chicken tenders. Oh, the party finds me every time. Well, the, the gun club brings the party. That is true. That's yeah. yes. That's, that's true. true. Thank you guys so much for coming by. And I end every conversation with the same question. So I'm all about gratitude. I end and I start and end every day. Talking about gratitude downer <laughs> no this oh, is great what are three things in your life that you're grateful for right now austin three huh mm-hmm. three. i think um the freedom to be able to do a job that i absolutely love um, i think i'm grateful for having a sibling that also wants to take this career path and share that moment with him i think that's super rare especially in wrestling um, but this is just like, you don't know what it's like until you're in there and you're yeah. just like, dude, this is my brother, not just some like random person I was paired up with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing I'm grateful for, I think 
just extending off that is like being able to wrestle with my dad. I think being able to absorb knowledge and just be a sponge at 24 seven by one of the best teachers and like workers to ever do it. Yep. Um, that he doesn't get credit for, for some reason. I think it's just like being able to do that and be around my family and enjoy this job and do what I love to do. And dude, I'm in Vegas. I get to come here and have an interview with you and then go eat chicken fingers and fries. <laughs> and then tomorrow I get to go wrestle. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm, I'm doing everything that I love to do and I have yeah. the freedom to do it and I'm healthy and I'm just having a great time. I love it. Colton? I'm going to be uh, very cliche with this, I think. I think I'm just going to say, <laughs> um, <laughs> just that like, I'm healthy. My family is healthy. You know, we're, you know, this sounds, but like everyone has a roof over their head and yeah. struggling, you know, health wise, stuff like that. And then as Austin said, just that I have a job that I love and friends and family that I love. Yeah. And like he just said, we're in Vegas for the week and then we're going to <laughs> this LA. This is your job. Going to LA? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll see you there. Yeah. Then we're going to LA and then we're wherever we go. And Ontario just, after that. It's Ontario, yeah. California on yes. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's a couple crazy. spots it's a there too. Yeah. We have spots all over California. What about the dream match of these brothers versus the Usos? So we always talk about that, I think, for some reason. Uh, our, first one, our first yeah. one that was available to us was uh, Devon's kids. Yep. Team and 3, dude. That, that, that was awesome. Guys. They were super cool. I went to their school and I trained there. Um, so, like, being there and being like, dude, this is crazy. We used to, like, wrestle each other when we were super little. And having that was cool. I think the Usos is just like, I think that's just top tier. I think that's the next one. Yeah, and it's also first. like a, um, it's like a full circle moment because when my dad first started smoking guns, Rikishi was the one that helped him the most. Yeah. They literally ran house shows for that's a, a year I straight. About and he yeah. trained you. I yeah. went to his class once. <laughs> yeah. but, Dude, don't let, edit that credit. part out. Dad's going <laughs> to. Yeah, he's going to take credit for that. It's uh, all stink faces all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the only movie you learn. Lock up and stink face. All right, um, back to the pool party. Back to the chicken tenders. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you, thank so you much. very much. Man, now this, this is interview number two. Well, imagine in 10 years when it's interview it, number three. 10 years? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. Well, I know. This is the last time, literally. This so, guy's a reality, so I'm reality a reality star. star. That's I'm true. A, a professional artist when it comes to singing, rapping. I'm a wrestler. Wrestler. Philanthropist. Um, philanthropist. Yeah, he does a lot of Fashionista. Fashionista. I, yeah. I'm good at drawing Influencer. sometimes. Sorry, you've been trying to end this I interview. I know how to party. Just keep going. <laughs> I love to party. You can cut this anytime you want. Um, I think we have I'm to do handsome. closing statements. I don't think this oh. is just like a running oh, down sorry. list. I thought that would be funny. At. Like you guys just uh, kind of just, just fade, fade out with me just naming things. I think we'll end it right there. Boom. <laughs> Anyways, as I was saying. <laughs> Well, there we go. Austin and Colton. Don't call them the ass boys. Gun. The Gun Club. Road Dog said it recently that they're going to be huge stars. And I think it's really hard to disagree with him. And the great thing about Austin and Colton is they are just getting started. And I think we're going to see a lot from them in the next 12 to 24 to 36 months. For sure. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please, if you did like this, give a listen to one of our other 350 plus episodes and make sure that you're following or subscribing on whatever app it is that you're listening on right now. And take a screenshot, share it on social media, make sure to tag the Colton Gun, the Austin Gun, and me 
at Chris Van Vliet, so we can share it out as well. And I'll leave you with the words of Winston Churchill. This is such a great quote, and I think it really helps to put things in perspective. The pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. That's so good. Be great. Be grateful. We will see you on the next one tomorrow with Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. For some more insight.